What's up, everybody? Back with Leverage Radio after a very long time. Today, we're talking to Seth Rosario. I literally just told you not to give us an intro. I mean, it's just a, like, oh I got to get some introduction. I can't just be like, hey, what's up, Seth? Hi, Seth. How are you doing, Seth? What is up, Seth? How are you doing, bro? I'm doing okay. And um, uh, how is spending time at home for like a fortnight mean? Yeah, it's... Uh... It's like last year, you know, everyone lost their mind. Uh, Have you uh, been training at all? Sorry? Have you been training at all? Oh, God. I would like to say yes, but the truth is uh, I trained about twice in the last two weeks. How is Valentine doing? Yeah, yeah. So, Valentine has been, uh, you know, staying at home at, uh, at Senta Yashval's house. Mm-hmm. And now, because of the whole thing, that it's going to go into lockdown again. So now he's flying back in a oh, week. No. I was expecting that one. I was like, how long do you think he's going to end up staying here? Why are you so happy, Moet? Uh No, I just, I, I, I'm like, I was asking you this the other day. Like, do you oh, think the right. IPL players will also be like, yo, I'm going to bounce, man. You guys can finish this thing over here on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I heard oh, a bunch man. of... What? What? I don't know. My father-in-law was telling me they tried to go. They quit their teams to try and go home, and then the airport was like, "You can't leave." So now- <laughs> <laughs> They're stuck with no money. Mm. Damn. So, how have you been spending your time if you've not been training? Uh, just sleeping, and drinking. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> I drink a lot. That's the truth. Oh, really? Oh, why don't you get yourself a drink and we can cheers to that, my friend. Oh, I'm trying to stop. Today's my second day. <laughs> oh, okay. Today's my, I don't know how many day of... Today's your second day. That doesn't really count as having stopped. It doesn't, huh? How, after the third day, is that when it comes? I think I should going to go get a beer, so I would be like, Seth, this is, no, this no, is no. like... Lockdown green, version of it's green tea, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, actually, guys, have, uh, they have something rolled up for us. I told them just wait until I'm done with my podcast, and then we're gonna have a smoky smoke. How is it going? Like, is the boredom getting to you at all? Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, real slow and real lazy. I've just been sleeping, like, I've been waking up at like 11, 12 every single day. Uh, and then just the day passes in a haze and I go back to sleep. You know, uh, you know, like when you sleep in the night, right? And, and like your body clock wakes you up like at seven, like mm-hmm. when it gets light outside, 6.37. And then when you go back to sleep, that second sleep, you have mad dreams. You have like six or seven, like it's a deeper sleep somehow because the sun is out and you're back sleeping and um, you go real deep. I <laughs> Just sleeping. Nice. Wow. Uh, pro MMA fighters, everybody. <laughs> Dude, well, um, Seth, do you think you have any CTE over the years? Any CTE over the years because of sparring? I was actually just thinking about that because uh, I think uh, I used Diego to... Sanchez. Have you seen what's been happening Dude. with Diego Sanchez? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking mad. Yeah. But the thing is, Diego Sanchez still speaks clearly and he can still get across his ideas quite clearly. But um, it's really slow, like the way he's but trying to explain no, something. No, but he's, he's like, he's 
obviously controlled by this other guy who's man- managing him right now. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a little strange, but it's, it reminds me a lot of well, BJ Pan. Um, ah. But BJ Pan's way worse, I'd say, right? Mm. But, uh, yeah, but do you think you have any uh, any CT? Have you ever been concussed? You have, right? Once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I've been concussed maybe four or five times. Uh, four in um, four in sparring. We used to bring these boxers into uh, the dojo, Sanjakan Dojo, and the boxing coach would be like gleefully telling me, "Oh, today we have this state champion. Today we have the national champion coming in. Uh, go and spar him." And I'd be like, "Okay, no problem." And these boxers, the way that they train is the old school way where every so hard. is to knock you out. Right. Okay. So they would come in with their boxing shoes on and everything and I didn't know how to box and they would just lay me out. I would get with dropped. With or without headgear? I can't remember. I don't think I was wearing headgear. No. But uh, they were there to hurt uh, me. And after a while, I told uh, Yashpal that I'm not sparring like this anymore. It's mad. I would go home. I wouldn't remember how I got home. And... Mm-hmm. Um, some things just like being a haze. huh? Just being a haze, right? Yeah, just being a haze. And, uh, and that was feel, that so like oh, so that's that's pretty bad. It's happened to me uh, twice, but similar thing. Like um, I finished the round. Um, this was while wrestling. I dumped somebody on my head, and I fell on the back of my head. I finished the round, and I went and sat on the side. And I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here right now? Uh, what, yeah. are we, what are we training for? Where did I park my car?" Uh, what literally what month it is, you know? So my in, the internet speed, like after that, is severely like diminished. Oh really? Yeah. So four or five times, I can't even imagine. Um, you you feel like um, you forget words and you forget yes. what your sentence was going to be. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Right? Yeah, you feel dull, like a little duller in your thought thoughts. I already, I actually feel that way now. Sometimes when I'm trying to speak or get a point across clearly, I use a lot of extra words and a lot of stupid words. And I think and you ramble. And you ramble, right? Yeah. 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 And then obviously there was uh, that one time that uh, Mukesh Gora s- smashed me. That was a bad one. So. Yeah, but I've heard that if your lights go off, that's actually a way of your brain protecting you. Um, so if you're, it's, I mean, that's a sign of a healthy brain if, the, if your lights go off and you get knocked out. Um, but what, what was that like when you came through? The, the Gora fight? Yeah, when you woke up? Uh, to be honest, I didn't go all the way out. No, no, I, when I say woke up, I mean like your thoughts and like... You came back. I rebooted in the back, uh, in, the pre- in the medical room in the back. And I remember them asking me like all these simple questions, like what's the date? Um, what city are we in? You know, what's your phone number? Uh, I, I, I guess I must have guessed everything, not guessed, but like answered everything correctly, <laughs> but it was a good, yeah, five or 10 minute delay. That put me yeah, back. That's not good for your brain Yeah, at all. I didn't go all the way out though. Like when he hit me the second time and when I went down against the cage, I was, mm-hmm. I could still see him and I saw the referee coming in, but the legs had gone. Right. And it was actually a pretty good catch by that guy. Uh, Ryan, Ryan. The, the stoppage. Yeah, stoppage. I mean, he's uh, they're they're only like there's one decent referee in this country, I'd say, right? I would um, trust. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I have my favorites, 
but I would trust uh, Ryan, and I think I would trust also Alan to uh, to uh, do a good job. What about Dan? I believe he. I trust Dan over the Alan for sure. Main events as well. But he doesn't have a lot of experience. Yeah, he's he's. Um, I don't know how much experience he has as a ref, but um, I feel he is a little more alert than a bunch of them. And he's more cognizant to what's happening. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. That yeah, means anyway. they've inducted a bunch of new refs and shit also right now, right? Like, oh, they have. I, I believe so. They had. They were holding like MFN was holding like some. Um, uh, this was that Sanshikan, yeah, yeah, that uh, referee seminar. Referee seminar, yeah, official, official seminar, some shit like that, yeah. Uh, which is good. Uh, I'm glad they're doing that because last yeah, time yeah, I spoke yeah. with Dan. Um, they did want to educate um, a lot of their current panel on, um, well, on stoppages, I'd say. Um, because it's either too late or it's way too early. There's no like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want any new refs, though. Give me some old guy. <laughs> I know, right? You want... I mean, I can only imagine that you'd want somebody who's a familiar face who you've seen, like... Yeah. In the space for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know what happened one time uh, uh, during the SFL? Um, I was cornering this guy named Patrick Benson. He had come over from, from America to mm-hmm. fight. And uh, it was me and Dennis Hallman in the corner. And this is when I, I, I learned that you can actually influence the referee. You can play with his mind a little bit. <laughs> uh, Patrick had this guy like in the crucifix or side control. And he was just elbowing him, punching him for a long time. And uh, Dennis Holden started yelling out things to the referee. Like, uh, you got to save this kid, you know, don't let him die down there. <laughs> and the referee was like, should I, like, should I stop it? Should I stop it? And so now when I, when I, if I mount someone or if I'm like smashing someone, I'll give them one or two good shots, then I'll look at the referee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they feel the pressure also. They're like, oh, shit. Should I, I got to make a decision. And the good ones will uh, look back at you and say, keep going, keep going. But the bad ones will be like, I mean, you can be a good pilot, but then if you crash it that one time, <laughs> yeah, it fucks shit up, right? That's that's a good point. Like, it's high, high stakes, man. This isn't, uh, <laughs> you can't exactly like let that kindergarten football or something. Um, shit, goddamn. Seth, when did you start uh, fighting, man? What year? Uh, 2015 was the pro debut. Uh, in SFL 43 against Sham Prasad. Before that same year, 2015, I had four amateur fights, all like back to back. And uh, where were these fights? Like I, were, in Delhi or uh... in Delhi in Talcatora Stadium? Uh, you know, these guys just put some mats, some uh, judo mats on the ground, scotch tape together, no wall, nothing, and put two people in the middle and said, "Fight." Just... And uh, these guys came over from Afghanistan. You know Shakar Saberi? His name is Short Trainer, Shakar. He brought all these guys from Afghanistan and they smashed everyone. They were running through our guys. Like He brought a team of like 13 people. They won 12 fights in the first round. And then uh, last fight, the, the Indian fighter was a boxer. And he just pieced him up. Head movement, slip, jab, everything. And when he knocked the guy down, the first time he knocked him down, the referee was like, that's it. That's it. And everyone celebrated. This was 2015? 2015. 
Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Uh, the other, the other three were in Bombay at Body Power Expo. Oh, oh, this isn't too long ago. 2015. Yeah, Body Power has been um, is not very. I don't know how old it is, but I know how long um, the IMA guys have been integrating with it. Uh, not too yeah. long. They used to have a jiu-jitsu competition also same day, and then they used to have all kinds of tournaments they would host. It was it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember flying to Bombay. I didn't know it was a it was a bodybuilding thing. I was flying to Bombay, and on the plane there were all these monstrous <laughs> men. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> me too, Yashpal. <laughs> so you just went out there on your own. It was me and like one other guy. And, yeah, I think no, Yashpal was also there, but you know he flies with the IMA team. They do their own thing. But, yeah, uh, how, yeah. how, how, how does that work? Um, I mean, uh, competing in an organization where um, a guy you've had, you've been, you've had such a long relationship with is like the commissioner, I think, of most of the events. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, so I'll be honest, I'm not quite sure what he does. He sits cage side. I think he just makes sure everyone does their job for the most part. It doesn't have anything to do with me, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, um, but that's interesting, man. Uh, so, yeah, Sanchikan is like a global brand. Like, it's like a Gracie Baha. Yeah, yeah. Sanchikan is actually a karate dojo that started in Sweden in uh, 68 or 69. And uh, they, um, uh, the guy who, who started it was an old uh, soldier who was an uh, expert in hand-to-hand combat, you know, been a lifelong martial artist. And... He was looking to expand his thing, and he came to India to look for uh, someone to take take over, like the Sanchinkan Dojo in India. Mm-hmm. And he met Yashpal, and they started working together. The rest is history. But it's an old. It, it's a, actually it's a very traditional karate dojo. The only place where they're making like MMA fighters is here in India. <laughs> you know, if you go to Sweden, Israel, America, wherever else they it's have. All, to, it's all strictly karate, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's nothing. And uh, the guy who started his name is Thomas. He's an old man now, but he hates the fact that uh, I'm fighting MMA. You know, he's like oh, really? he uh, blood sports and stuff. <laughs> but now they have that karate combat league, like with GSP, Basrutin, and I mean, yeah, I mean, fucking yeah. violent too, man. Like, yeah, that is. They give you how many seconds of ground and pound? They give you like ten seconds to finish. I think the, less than it's like 10 judo. Seconds. It's like judo. Basically, like judo rules. With judo, you have, I think, five seconds to work when it hits the ground. Uh, I think this I think is the same. Similar to that, yeah. yeah. I think it's the same. Five seconds, and then if you can't finish or if he clinches up, then you can get a lot done in five seconds if you can strike people. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think you I can mean, even. Elbow, can you elbow no. in the karate? No, no, no. no you no. can't elbow, you can't knee, and you can't kick. You can it's just. like punch. an amateur MMA. It's a kickboxing, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's funny, bad. like. Even the guys in the uh, karate combat, they're like black belts. But when they get in there, they brawl just like everybody else. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, it's like your boxers. They when they actually get into a fight on the street and they can't strike, they do wrestle. They can't take they a point. Match. You are a black belt in karate, yeah. Yeah. Um, how long does did that take you? And like, when did you get started with that? Uh, I think it took me, I was just doing the math. I think it took me uh, just under six years to 
appear for the black belt test. And uh, I always felt that it was a bit quick, but you know, I think in general, striking arts go a bit faster than grappling arts. That's uh, yeah, for sure. what I've been um, kind of learning. Um, I'm not sure why, but it seems to be the case. And there are some uh, um, black belts who got their belts much faster than I did as well. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Uh, whatever. I'm happy okay. with uh, now, this is a question for you. Um, I'm not sure if you have an answer or not, uh, but how come um, you haven't started a program at Sanshikan, like a BJJ program, or um, Yashpal hasn't brought in someone to start a BJJ program? No, Yashpal has, uh, he has gotten, uh, there's one dude who is uh, the jiu -jitsu Oh, wait, 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 Nitin, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, he is a purple belt under Olavo, very, very into the gi. And very into old school Gracie style stuff. Very, um, uh, I don't know, if it's fundamental the word or is basic the word? It's fundamental, yeah, it's fundamental because Nitin was a white belt about uh, two, two and a half years ago and he came to he came to our old academy in A Block. I remember him coming in. He's, very, he's got very good judo. Um, okay. So I think what he's doing right now is he's using the uh, Gracie combatives and he's just like teaching that. Okay. Uh, which is literally all you need for fundamentals. So good on him. I, I haven't. I completely forgot about him. Sure. You, have, have you, you haven't trained with him at all? Uh, not for about a year and a few months. You know, I stopped training with him after the Gora fight. Did right you roll with him the... ever? I rolled with him. No, I don't think I ever have. <laughs> what? Once or twice. <laughs> Once or twice. I may have rolled with him. What are you talking about? Huh? How how is that possible? Like, how is it possible that you were preparing for a fight and you never rolled with the guy who teaches jujitsu? Yeah, he at... should be uh, he should be a blue belt uh, at max. Uh, I don't know. It's just I don't think he's I don't think he himself like rolls much. Jesus I'm gonna okay. Moving on, moving on, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. Forget. <laughs> let, 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 let's. Retake that one. Oh, very interesting. So you didn't uh, you didn't get a lot of jujitsu training specifically before your Mukesh Gora fight or before any of your fights at Sansi Khan when Nitin is teaching the gi program, right? It's like yeah. exclusively the gi program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mainly the gi program. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. You see Seth immediately get into character. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we got to get through this one. What's um, happened? Uh, the last two, the last two three fights, even the Gora fight. You know that. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't train with Nitin for the Gora fight. The last, mm. uh, the Gora fight and the one before that, I had actually done my training camps in Thailand. Oh. Uh, because we had kind of realized, and I told Yashpal also that, what the way that I need to train for a fight, I'm not getting it here. I'm just not getting it here. And uh, he was very open-minded. He was like, okay, what should we do? And uh, we decided to take the training camp and go get top team. So I went there twice, two years in a row. Really good training. Really, really good training. The first time under this coach, Eric Ures. And yeah. the second time... Uh, a lot about Eric. Eric. This is Eric the gentleman, right? Yeah. Gentleman. yeah. He's a good wrestler, correct? He's a wrestling coach as well? Yeah. He's a yeah. good jiu-jitsu. His judo is also decent. And he's now, I believe, one of the coaches at Dean Lister's new facility. 
Yeah, oh, he's yeah. also at Victory MMA, correct? I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and he was working with Dominic Cruz. Uh, Dominic Cruz is wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's Dominic. Yeah, so pedigree wrestling, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, you've been with him, right? I have. I've rolled with him as well, and he is very stocky, very strong, um, and just you know, like built like this, like a mini yeah. Bill Goldberg. Like it's very hard to move him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's technical. Like he knows his leg locks, and he knows all of this other stuff. Um, so I would say, yeah, that's good. Good training, like you would have got under him for your fight specifically. Yeah. Was. Ben Royal also there at the time? Yeah, yeah. Ben Royal was there also. Yeah, you know? Ben's also really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ben's also really good. He also recently, I guess, he got his black belt. Um, and he's been fighting as well. So, I mean, those are like some of the guys that I remember there. Um, and if you were there around that same time, like for sure, you would have. Yeah, at that time, there was quite a few good guys. Like that. Ben Royal, they had a bunch of Brazilians and Russians. And they were all kind of getting ready for a fight. And some and, Middle, Middle Easterns. I remember at one sparring day, uh, there was this Russian dude, and uh, it was small glove sparring day. And we all had the uh, sparring small glove, but he had the real MMA glove. And uh, he didn't have a sparring partner, so I went to touch glove, started sparring him, and he dropped me just with a hook two, hook two, bang, bang, against the side of the cage. And then later I realized that guy was uh, Vitali Big Dash. The fucking oh, one one FC welterweight champion. He was getting ready for some fight somewhere. <laughs> they just oh, me just, man. I haven't oh, had much in sparring like at that. <laughs> God damn. Um, but so so you you went to Thailand. How long were you there? I would stay there for like three weeks. I think. Was your first... wife with you? No. Sorry. Was your wife with you or no? No, I was. Alone. Well, actually, no. I went there for the first time uh, with uh, two people from the Sanchukan Dojo. The second time alone. Okay. And um, so what you said earlier was like one of the reasons you went from here to go train there was to kind of expand the horizon of like your training. Um, Do you think that's changed at Sanchukan? Like, because I know now you have a lot of young amateur guys coming in a lot of fighters who have seen what you've done and um, you know some pro fighters like from 1FC I believe have come and trained there so do you think that the thing is kind of changing there at your gym or at that gym yeah I mean it is changing for sure because um, because Valentine came <laughs> that's uh, one of the reasons that it changed mm-hmm. We, I, I think, I think, I hope that uh, I'm fine to say it. But I think what we had to kind of do was be honest that we we were kind of not behind, but we're missing pieces. If we were going to make MMA fighters, we're missing real pieces. We're missing like a real striking coach that knows how to hold pads and smack you around. Uh, we're missing like a real grappling and wrestling coach, which is still something that uh, is missing. Um, but now, what the reason that these guys are all coming to uh, to train at Sancho Khan was mainly because of Valentino. Right. And um, you'd think that, I mean, Mohit mentioned that these guys have one FC contract. Um, I wouldn't go to the extent of calling them fighters because um, I, I call them kickboxers. Um, 
but they have like gaping flaws in their games and um we've spoken about this you and i that um you get extremely i mean stressed before going into a fight into the cage right knowing and feeling underprepared um a lot of these fighters i mean they walk into the cage completely underprepared with like one aspect of their game let's say their ground game so what do you think is how do you think they make the justification to actually take that step and make that walk dude i don't know i'm i'm really not sure i think they... we see it with like all the athletes in this country think about it like um kind of, a, kind of a circular conversation i think they're just like a lot of people who started with something are just happy to ride out that momentum maybe they had early success with it and so it's just they're hoping that it'll happen again and again and again and Do also it's like that, that... Deeply uncomfortable it's deeply uncomfortable to suck and suck <laughs> for a long period of time uh, yeah but like they've they've been through like a barrage of losses and i'm not talking like one or two losses like four or five losses um all on the ground and they're still like hoping for that one knockout that's a bit bizarre no i know i yeah i don't know i actually don't know what's going on in their brain because you've seriously like um taken an initiative to work on well oh, your ground game your wrestling and uh, your muay thai like right now you have it probably the best you've had in your career right you've got like everything is balanced everything is coming together <laughs> yeah maybe Yeah. and if even if you don't peak for this next fight i am 100% sure um in a year's time you're going to see like an insane amount of progress yeah do you feel like you've gotten better in the recent past in the last yeah. like 6 yeah. to 8 months yeah unmatchable leaps and bounds but you know it's my it's my fear that is uh, fueling that i'm just terrified of like getting smashed getting subbed getting knocked out so that's what's making me like work on it maybe they're not scared of losing you know what valentino was telling me valentino said that like you know babaji was training at the same time as me valentino was saying like babaji uh, uh he was saying like basically i need to think more like babaji he was saying like babaji's not scared he's like in his mind it's just another fight if he wins loses he'll go to the next fight and uh, you should be more he was telling me like you should be more like that you know, just hit go get in there do your best and i was thinking like nothing is more the opposite of the way that my brain works <laughs> um, no I've, i've actually spoken to babaji and i can promise you um that fear is very much a factor in his mind as well yeah uh, if not the if not the fear of not getting knocked out the fear of being underprepared i would say hmm. Hmm. which um which is definitely a big factor in his head even with the amount of experience he's had still today like he gets yeah. I, i'm pretty sure that fear is a factor um so i don't know maybe if i want to say that it just like light a fire under your ass but yeah maybe i'm pretty sure man i very rarely do you come across individuals who are actually not not scared at all yeah yeah even the special kind of stupid to not be scared at all i think even the greatest world champions are like that's that's some fear like you know the pure yes, overcome that yeah we talked about it and gracie talks about it John Jones no, talks do, about man. it like like John Jones John, right now with this get drunk with because with this so fucking worried in Ganu thing like, yeah. like of course i'm scared to fight but if you pay me enough i will fight so like that's you know that's the thing incentive to overcome that fear i guess what do you think about by the way said you owe me 500 bucks for uh, what's his name yeah. yeah. Kamaru Usman 
Uh, yeah. What do you think? How do you see the uh, Jones versus um, Ngannou fight going down? Jones, baby. Jones, is that happening? No, it's I mean, Lewis. if it does happen, I hope it does happen because John Jones looks massive. Next is Lewis versus Ngannou. Nobody wants to see that. Replay. Do people lose their strength when they like lose that much weight? 
Yep. Must have some strength, sure. Unless you're you're on a serious lifting program, yes, you do. Or a serious serious steroid cycle. <laughs> no, dude. Even with steroids, you have to lift. You can't just you know, not going to be strong. You got to fucking lift weights, like serious weights. You can't just. I mean, I mean, there are steroids that help your your cardio, but like, um, if you want to be strong, you have to lift. You can't just pump steroids and fucking sit there. And, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like you can just uh, maintain also, right? If you're just taking and just doing the bare minimum as opposed to. Dude, uh, if you're if you're on a steroid cycle and you don't lift, you fucked. will either rage out and murder someone. Okay, that I know. I don't know, man. But you you have to fucking train more. It's not like you, you don't you don't just get strong by taking steroids. Seth, have you ever taken steroids? No. I know Pushkaraj has, and he is right now. He's taking them right now. Yes, he's on a cycle right now, and I trained with yeah, him. Uh, damn. Yeah, he's three days ago, and he's become strong as shit. No. No. <laughs> he's strong. Pushkaraj is strong, but like he's no stronger than he was earlier. Oh. But he does it because he's got like osteoporosis, and um, so he builds the muscle around his bones to like cushion it. Don't everyone have osteoporosis, like uh, arthritis? No, bro. Everyone does, man. Does your knees hurt, Seth? Ever? No, shut the fuck up, Mohit. <laughs> <laughs> it's arthritis, dog. Everybody. So it's like you know how. Okay, so you know how everybody eventually at the end of their life will die. Oh, like that. Similarly, <laughs> towards the end of your life, everyone will develop arthritis. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's just a fact, yeah. like, you know, I agree. it breaks down. Um, but it's just about, like, the degree to which you get it. <laughs> Ash was left us. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Uh, it's good to talk to you guys. I haven't, uh, haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, man, it's been, um, it's been a long time now, yeah. We okay. left for Manali, like, the week before it shut down. And... Uh, just. I went to uh, the fighter house um, like four days ago and trained a little bit with Sunny. And as I was driving home, Sunny calls me that Fuse tested positive. The next day or day after, and I've just been waiting for the results to come back. <laughs> God damn it, Fuse. What, you shared a, share a joint with Fuse and Sunny? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then on the drive home, he gets a text from Sunny <laughs> saying, Piyush has tested positive. <laughs> <laughs> that happened with us on something similar. Remember the um, the guy we were lifting with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, spotting you right. and then on your way home, he texted you some shit? <laughs> yeah, so like back in, I guess, November something last year, Ashwin and I were... Oh, I don't know when this was. I think November only. Ashun and I were lifting with this strength and conditioning guy in GK. And yeah. um, so I went for my 9.30 a.m. session with him for an hour. I'm finishing up. And like towards the end of my workout, usually, so he basically stands over my shoulder and just makes sure and counts every single rep. Like he doesn't fuck around. This time, however, he left me like 10 minutes before my workout got over and just <laughs> fucked off to the kitchen and shit. And I like messaged Ashwin. I was like, yo, I think this guy is really disappointed in my lifting today. Yeah. Like, he fucking bounced, bro. He didn't stay for the rest of my session. 
<laughs> so I was like feeling bad and shit. And then later, I, like within ten minutes after that, I get a message from this guy. He's like, "Bro, I've tested positive for COVID. So like, uh, see you later." I was like, "The fuck!" Like, were, like I was like benching, and I had his nuts over here. I was like, "The fuck, bro! What are you doing to me, man?" Uh, so that was that was a you bad. More than so pissed off. He's calling me up and he's telling me, "I'm like, dude, what the fuck do I do, bro?" It's like the f- I was like, "No, it's not. You can't do shit. Like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, do I tell my parents?" I started calling everybody. I was I was just like, "Yo, guys, listen, I'm you know like I might be positive, so just freaked everybody out, and yeah. uh, nothing happened." Typical, in typical Mohit facts fashion, basically overreacted. Um, yeah. yeah. <sighs> How's yeah. this? Uh, how's the training at Warriors Cove been for you? Like in terms of just how does it feel? Oh, it feels good. It's great. I'm. Uh, what it's really doing is like rounding. It's erasing the doubts uh, from my brain. You know, uh, I always. It's true. Like before contests and stuff, I always feel underprepared in some way, either in the grappling or in the wrestling or in the striking, but. Lately, I've been feeling that those holes are getting filled uh, and all around, it's just becoming sharper. So we had a sparring session where we went to Noida um, mm-hmm. and uh, Seth went in there with a couple of guys. And I can honestly say, dude, since he has started training with us, he has never looked better. Yeah, he, no, told like me he, looked, he looked completely rounded. Yeah. So and I was going to ask, looked, yeah, go ahead. Seth, that, is, it, um, is it that Okay, so what was your fear level, let's say, before you have taken on this like last six months program with Ashwin? Uh, what was your fear level, uh, you know, in terms of worrying about shit going to the ground, like before you started training? That's a good question. I uh, think that it was, to be honest, I wasn't like because of the matchups that I was having, I wasn't like incredibly worried. Like I had and you had some wins uh, on the ground as well. Mostly on the ground. All his wins are on the ground. Yeah, right. but the thing is, it's against people who don't know anything. So that also kind of, not cancel itself out. It was still a good experience to win. Like you have to get that feeling of this is what it's like to win. And we're going to do this next time too. Uh, but against someone who doesn't know what they're doing, it's almost like cheating in a way. Or, I don't know, it's just not it, as... It gives, it gives you, yeah, it doesn't give you the exact amount of satisfaction... Of- um, a better skilled opponent would, right? That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And false uh, confidence. It's not that I, I, like, I think I've improved a lot, but it's not that like I'm completely hundred percent sure that I can submit everyone. But I know that I'm not going to get submitted by some dumb shit, and I know yeah. that I can strike better than whatever other submission dude is going to be there. I can grapple better if the dude's a striker, and I can just wrestle and grind on him if he's a wushu yeah. guy or. One of these guys, so that's kind of no, been... that, that is very accurate. Um, and I've seen that evolution happen in like a very short period of time. Um, um, I'm very happy, I appreciate it a lot. Also, you yeah, spent but... the time with uh, me and Sunny, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, Sunny's uh, but Sunny, <laughs> no, <why not? laughs> these, guys, these guys basically, when they're drilling, they end up doing most of it right, and then like one particular sequence, they're just like the no, legs bro, are locked up just... the wrong way. Sunny is so fucking stoned all the time. <laughs> and Sunny is just like, Sunny, I thought Sunny was like, you know, this fucking, um, 
savant young like no i thought he was like this pedigreed fucking martial yeah, artist yeah. and all that which he is to an extent you know you have to give yeah. it to him yeah but sure. sometimes he just fucking goes full retard on me bro <laughs> and said Seth is so gullible. Seth sometimes listens to him and fucking starts saying what Sunny tells him to do. When <laughs> Seth had originally got it right, he doubts himself because Sunny is just there, like convincing him. No, no, it's, it's like the no. funniest shit ever, bro. We should. You need to record that and just pretend <laughs> and have a look at one of those. I think that should be one of those. Like we've talked about it also. Like uh, Seth and Sunny can be a show. Like the a two cartoon MMA. strip. Yeah, like cartoon the two strip. MMA yeah, yeah, buddies. Sure. Seth, would you be down for that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love Sunny. Yeah, we got the same. Uh, we got the same record now, four and three. Oh, really? Um, We're gonna change that. The thing is that we do we <laughs> we drill everything correctly till the second that one of you looks over. A <laughs> 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 yeah. retarded position. Oh man, Sunny's so funny, uh, dude. But you know, Sunny's very smart. Like I, I take notes on every single technique. Sunny's not bothered. He's like, I'll choose one or two things that I like, and that's all that I'm going to drill. And I'm like, what about this? What about this? What about this? He's like, ah. <laughs> he's no, he's bothered. realistic. He's realistic. Uh, no, he's realistic in the fact, as in, like, I think he knows his abilities and his ability to retain information. Yeah. And um, so I don't think he really is too worried. Uh, he's he's very confident, Sunny. He's a very very confident fighter. Yeah, he's one yeah. guy I, I don't think gets nervous. Yeah. yeah, very confident. I asked him about one one of the days when I was dropping him home. I was like, "How do people? Because I don't have that. How do people have that confidence to say anytime, anywhere? You know, people say that anyone, anywhere, anytime." And he's like, "Bro, it's just uh, just train with the best people you can find and just do it every day, and you'll have that confidence." That's not true. I think it's like a Napoleon thing he's got. He gets pissed off at people. I think that's why um, he's like... Not only you. that, but I'm fucking certain he's been picked on uh, yeah, his entire life. And once yeah. you... Like, you know, like, if you've been picked on your entire life, you either develop thick skin or you fucking wilt. And he's yeah. definitely... If he's become an MMA fighter, he's definitely developed some thick skin. Yeah, Sunny uh, does not give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't care. He'll just do whatever. He's like, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. And gotta gotta give it up for him for that. Like even on the podcast, he's like he all he's like from the first time I spoke to him, he just struck me as one of those fucking wild dudes. And more power to him, man. He came and uh, competed at Leverage last year on the same card that you competed on, Seth. Uh, he stayed with me for two days. And in those two days, he's like, yo, you guys have it down. I'm going to come back. And 15 days later, he showed up and he hasn't left. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty fucking ballsy, man. Like, that's, that's cool. Like, that's yeah. the kind of people that Recount you want around. Sorry? Rikant was also saying, like, when he saw how we were training, he was like, I need to come and do my, my next camp here. Srikant... Um... Yeah, he's living the life right now. I've been following he's also a wild, wild man. I like him too. <laughs> playing the violin, driving his dog around the country, just like playing tennis and shit. He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> he's, no, he's basically, you know, how, how what we guy. used to do when we were kids. Just any sport, like at any bro, time. That's the <laughs> fucking life, bro. He's doing it. Um, yeah, <laughs> There's some pretty whacked out characters in this game. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, these guys are not the whacked out guys. Um, the whacked no, out guys are the guys you can't hold conversations with, my friend. Yeah, probably. I'm just saying in a good way, like, like the kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, dude. No, you talk to have you? You spoke to Shrikant, obviously, dude. Um, he's a fucking interesting guy, and he's he can articulate um, whatever he wants to bring across. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of people who just say words, and like nothing is like coming through. Like the yeah. majority of the MMA community in this country, you speak to them, and like it's, you leave them understanding less about what you knew about them before than what you knew about them before. You know what I mean? Like it's like. <laughs> The fuck just happened? I was clear with what I had in my head. Now I'm confused. <laughs> I'm so confused with the, the exchange of words that has just happened between me and this individual. Um, no. the I feel the rough now. <laughs> I do actually. Like it's really, really strange when you talk to some of these guys and like you're trying to get an answer out of them, but you never really get an answer. You just get like, it's like talking to one of those bots on the internet. Where you have templates which you shoot over. out automatic responses yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah i met a few yeah. people like that in sfl a few of the managers a few of the yeah i was gonna ask man like what um so this is generic and it does, it's not specific to like sfl or mfn or anybody even leverage for that matter um what's been your like worst experience with any promotion like what's the worst thing that's happened to you <laughs> You know, because like Diego Sanchez got left in an airport, so I'm just like trying to put that. That is a very desi fellow, and I don't think he has very high expectations from anything. So I'm also going to ask him like the shit he's been called uh, over the years, where he thinks when he. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't remember what I've been called. To be honest, I know I've been called some shit though. I've been in elevators where people have talked shit. I knew they were talking shit, but I couldn't remember. I, I, to this day, I don't know exactly what they were saying. The worst experience, I don't know. It was definitely one of the SFL times, but I can't... Like, what was it? What happened? Just the way that the SFL was, was highly stressful for me. I'm someone who's already in my head way too much. And uh, these guys would tell you the day before that you're fighting tomorrow. And like, this is your opponent. <laughs> and it just <laughs> really stressed me out. <laughs> and, um, the second season of the Super Fight League, they again had us all staying in a hotel. And uh, after my first fight, which I, I was able to win, right after the first fight, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. I'm out of here. I booked the ticket, left. And they never called me. They never texted me. They were like, okay, he's done. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, there's, uh, there, well, I think she, there's still is, um, the lady who was managing the whole thing. Her name is Saba, small girl. And I told her, I'm leaving. I'm going home. And she said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that was the last that we spoke and that was in 2019 that's not too far ago and that's how the Super Fight League experience ended for me is it, is it is still going Fight on? Still, yeah that's so my next question is it still running? who knows you I know, know Von Brian Sexton he would know yeah I'm sure he would um <laughs> some crazy story. Yeah, Bonds told me some mad stories about uh, amateur MMA fights in uh, somewhere in West Delhi and stuff. Actually, like we've spoken to Vaughn on one of our earlier episodes, and he was very reluctant to share anything, uh, simply because he was still employed working. 
for them or somebody like some people who own some of it and stuff like that so he didn't give us anything um pretty that's what i mean right uh, like they all know um, i mean the promotions are fucking shady um, and everybody is just like so controlled because i mean i don't know why they controlled by them because sfl at the time was a monopoly mfn right now is a monopoly so yeah. you are not allowed to say anything against the promotion because where are you going to go um if shit shit the fan right i mean so i think that yeah uh, to their credit though mfn is doing a good job which set i think you would also agree yeah. to that I agree of the guys yeah. right so i mean what are they going to say but i i do see your point like there is no i mean with the sfl program. yeah 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 of course um I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm glad it's it's over. You know what's funny is that the whole concept of the teams and leagues and points now the PFL is doing it. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Not six points. The submission is five points. Oh really? Uh, I don't yeah, know that. Yeah. The PFL is doing that same thing with with teams and points. The uh, I saw Rory McDonald McDonald fight this um, last weekend. Last weekend, yeah. McDonald or uh, Pettis? Rory McDonald and Pettis. Oh. Wait, McDonald is also fighting for PFL? Oh no, yeah. Rory, Ma- Rory McDonald is for sure, yeah. He just yeah. won. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Rory McDonald is a different man now though. He found Jesus. Um Oh, okay. He's not the same person he was after Robbie Lawler. Um Do you think he'll be more violent if Jesus says it's okay to be violent? Yes. Then he'll be more violent than he was before he found Jesus. Um I think now that's okay it's it, it, it's a little more no holds barred what do you think I think for sure the eve the, the the deep evil will come out if Jesus says it's okay because then you got God's permission just What are you guys talking about <laughs> Yeah so if God says it's okay you can unleash his wrath correct if yes. God says not okay you still hold back a little Yeah then you're like conflicted in your mind like I want to be violent but Jesus But it's not okay I got to go um uh, fucking pray uh I've sinned uh, so you have to like then hold off right but imagine if Robbie Lawler finds god bro Ah <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> That's the point. Are you religious at all, Seth? Uh, not, not. I don't think so. Not really. I don't. Okay. I hesitate to say no because I think. What religion are you? What is Catholic? Your family is Catholic. Jewish. Seth is yeah, my, Jewish. Yeah, my mom was from a Catholic family, so uh, we were raised very Christian. Okay. And you know, I'll I'll be honest. There were times, like in the Prakram fight, when I was on him, elbowing him. By like the tenth elbow, I did start to feel something like uh, a little regret. Morally wrong. Morally wrong. not morally <laughs> i don't know not morally wrong but like i don't know I th- sometimes i feel it sometimes i feel like when i'm just smashing someone when it's a fight i don't feel bad at all cuz he's with like he's hitting me i'm hitting him but when i'm smashing someone i feel well, like one side that you're saying you do feel some sort of pity. Um, no inc- inclined to like stop some like maybe yeah. 5 5% yeah yeah there's a small voice but there is that conscience that comes in right huh that conscience does kick in set dressed like an angel with the halo soup in his top yeah 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 but it's interesting that's interesting interesting because a lot of people um i don't have that when i'm sparring uh mohit has that 100% i think yeah mohit used to have that a lot 
you got the feel bad uh, gene? Me? Boyd, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Moet, dude, even when Moet's rolling, he holds back, man. Seth, you do yeah. too, but like, rolling's different. Um, you should not hold back during rolling. Just... Yeah, that's true. But, no. but I've noticed that uh, Mohit is a perfectionist. If something's not perfect, he'll say, fuck it, and go to the next thing. That's what I've noticed a lot. That's, yeah, he's that's, a perfectionist? That's where I get fucked the whole time, right, with, uh, with Ashwin, is that I'm like, no, nah, this is not good enough, not good enough. Nothing happens there. Like, it's, <laughs> all, it's all in, like, the middle 60%. There's nothing moving close to even, you know, okay, I've got it locked in. That's, it's not even going there. I'm just like, oh, this is not working. Oh, this is not working. Oh, this is not working. And, I'm tapped. Uh, so <laughs> that kind of sucks. But yeah, that's right, Seth. That's how I look at it. Like, and No, but have... like, I, I remember Mohit uh, Mayank had like, um, and yeah. I don't think he was honest with himself, but uh, he had also that, um, like a Lack massive violence. conscious. Mm. Violence was there, but um, uncontrolled violence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where you just let go and just like, um, actually want to finish someone. Yeah, I don't think he had that, um, which I think is there in a lot of fighters, but they just, that threshold they can never get past. Um, yeah, but like, do you, uh, so just to one point there, if I'm pushed, like, it comes out, like, because I remember my sparring with Babajit. But that's not what a fight, that's not what a fight is. I remember right? fucking sprinting towards him, like, for some reason. After mm. getting, you know, taken down and shit. That's different. That's just adrenaline. Yeah, whatever it is. Like, I was no, going for it. That would last about two minutes. Mm. I guarantee after that round, when you sat down, you would completely different your mind, mindset. I mean, I was like, let's it's go. It's an adrenaline dump. That's all it is. Yeah. Let's go, um, baby. Round two. <laughs> no, but there are very few people who actually want to, like, fucking physically, like, hurt people and I mean it's a rare trait to have uh, Jahangir used to have it yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure Jahangir used to spar with these guys and we used to spar with Jahangir he used to try to like take your head off um, mm. or break your leg how did he become such a such a teddy bear like he seems to he be comes, now he's like smoking I think I think uh, even now that side comes out I think um I think it's but yoga, man. It's yoga it's and smoking. smoking. I don't know what it is. I mean, he's, he's a different person than he what he, what he used to be a while ago. But that side does come out. But do you think that's something that happens as you get older? Like your affinity towards violence in general reduces because my, you are... My graph is going... Well, it gets, it's getting yeah, worse. Yeah, so it's, you're, you're about to peak. Like you're going to get the most like violent... Flat line now and then... And then you're gonna plateau, and then possibly you up. might you might be right. I mean, I'm sure Seth after marriage, you see, did you see it flatline and take a down dip, or has it gone up? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Don't answer that. It's a trick question. It's probably skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> Show your wife. You are the. I don't know. I, that's a good question. I don't know with age if it goes down or not. I think it depends on if you if you. If you get it those victories that you want, if you get yeah. that, if, you're, if your blood satisfaction, thirst is... If you get that satisfaction from what you're doing or like your life and shit, then maybe yeah. you're not that angry. But like if you're fucking constantly being put down by the man and like you can't yeah. get even the small wins, then you go and... No, it's yeah. a different thing, dude. 
No, but um, tell me something, Seth. Right now, um, let's forget about Heyman for a second. Um, what's your dream matchup um, in the country? If you had to pick a fight for yourself. I'd like to go against Mukesh Gora again. The rematch? That's, uh, you know, not a dream match. Get back. No, rematch, rematch, rematch. Oh, rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that I, I'm looking for, to be honest. Um, he had no right to beat me in that way. It was, it was so stupid from beginning to end. It was and, quick, uh, right? So you got caught. I mean, it's not really... A, yeah, I gave him my face. gave him yeah. my face and he took it badly. So that's all that happened. But were, I don't know. Let's see what happened. I'm very curious to see what these guys do with the whole belt thing. Who they set up to to fight for the belt first? So they, uh, have they made it like? Have they announced that they're going to make champions and stuff this year? Yeah, they announced it. They announced that they were going to make two championship fights this year. One was uh, one forty, one fifty-five yeah, or something. Or featherweight or something? Yeah, I believe it's. I'll a little go back and see what Alan said. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I'd like to do um, what I'd actually really like to do is you, you know how like now how Anshul's undefeated, right? Um, yeah. So I'd like to put together two. I'd like to put together three uh, a three fight win streak. So I've already got I'm on one now. So two more victories, and then if there's anyone undefeated uh, at that time, then I'd like to get uh, get that guy. That's a solid good idea, man. Yeah, that's I awesome. think like um, a five rounder would do you a lot of good, also. Oh God, I can't even do three rounds. How am I going to do five? <laughs> no, I think you can very comfortably. Uh, Don't worry, Seth. We got you. A five rounder would be like, I mean, how do these guys plan on switching these athletes directly into five round fights? I'd imagine it would the championship would not be for three a three round fight, right? I don't know. It can be whatever you, they want. Probably. Yeah, they could. You can't put it past them. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be, but that's not exactly fun. Might be in their rules. <laughs> it's really not. Can you imagine a five-round fight? Who's going to put on an exciting five-round fight? Right lighter now. guys, the lighter boys. For sure. I'd say somebody, anybody from the northeast would put on put on an exciting <laughs> five-round fight. Those but guys there are not so many on their bones. northeast guys in uh, MFN though. Aren't uh, the dude, the outlaw boy, isn't he from there? Um, Who? the Who? outlaw boy. I don't know. That's all I know. There's Punya also from there, man. Punya Jit Likharu would go five rounds comfortably. Yeah, Punya could, but he's usually right now. I think he's fighting on lower half of the card. Then there's the uh, other guy, the um, the purple bird from ICSA from uh, Shikant Shem. What's his name? Uh, Clinton. Yes. Yeah, but he doesn't have too many good opponents. Yeah, he just yeah. won. Uh, he won his last. He was on the last MFN card. I think he won. Yeah, yeah, he uh, won. Yeah, he won, right? Yeah. yeah. Triangle guy, yeah. Put Babaji for a five-round fight. Mm, yeah, great idea. No. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. I <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> Baba's, Baba's uh, got so much muscle, bro. All that muscle just craves oxygen. Yeah, but and if you gave him a while, he would get ready for sure. I believe him. He'd have to work, but he gets there hundred percent. He's a solid guy. Um, but he gets he's got a lot of muscle on him, man. Yeah, he does. A lot. Look at Mohit having PTSD. 
No, I'm actually just looking up some fighters from MFN. Um, but yeah, he's he's a strong guy. He does get tired a little bit. But you're right, man. If you're that big and um, you're just not used to the kind of pace and fucking training that yeah. we are doing, like uh, definitely you get exhausted. Yes, I hate the second round, you know. When the second round comes around, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just did this, man. I'm fucking done with this shit. Like, come on, guys. Let me go home. But I think... Even like, if I'm winning, even if I'm winning, the winner have to stand up again. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So, so, what's your strategy in those moments? Like, okay, so I'll give you an example. Like, some guys, um, they just, like, bite down. and They're like, okay, ang- I'm going into it angry. Some guys come into it almost dancing. Nobody like, goes almost- into it angry. You go ready, not angry. Okay, okay, fine. Like, like determined, focused, like, uh, you know, and then there's some guys who are loose, who are like, okay, relax. Like, we're going to play. We're going to figure this out. And then, you know, they start putting shit together. Um, how do you generally tend to approach these? I've watched all the Seth's fights, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. He's Seth. actually a mix of both. So Seth comes out either <laughs> like <laughs> fucking nervous. Like you can see it in his face, but he doesn't give it away. But and then there's some where he's like fucking ready, his hands are up, he's putting on a show, he's doing all his karate stuff before he walks in. I always um, lose those ones. I lose those. Where ones. he's cocky, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's, he's right. No, he's right. He's right. He's right. The ones where he's where he's like overconfident or like over excited. Oh, like the ones where you're putting on a thing for the cameras or the people or the whatever. Yeah, that's, that's when you do bad. Yes. It never goes well. I don't know why it just never goes well. And uh, the thing is, as soon as you step out from behind the curtain, you start coming down to that little walkway, that little ramp to the cage. Yeah. The, 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 the fights that have gone the best have, when, when, have been when you come out and you just blinder all the people. And I have this look on my face like this, like one eyebrows up. <laughs> I just walk straight to the thing, have them put the thing, and then just get into it. Those fights go well. Right. Um, and so yeah, I guess, very, I guess we figured out the walkout then. Yeah, you, it's just like um, you have to forget about the whole audience. Like, you can't give them a, a nod, you can't like wave, you can't give them any any uh, thought or space or time or anything at all. You just have to go up to the dude, show him your mouth guard, pat your balls, and get into the cage. Um, anything else, it wastes energy in my brain, and it makes me think about many things. Oh, it's a bad, bad that makes sense, you know. A lot of um, athletes, when they get conscious of the outside world, they tend to um, they crumble. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, you remember what happened with Tiger Woods, the whole scandal that came out about him sleeping with, well, outside of the relationship yeah. with those 12, 13 women? Yeah. Right? That Tiger Woods would, like, zone everything out because as a kid, he was trained by his father to, like, train with... His dad used to drop clubs and make noises when Tiger would be on his downswing. Okay. And so Tiger, every time he went in one of Masters or anything, any tournament, would be completely zoned in. He wouldn't acknowledge a single person on the full golf course. The second Tiger's personal life came out and um, he started realizing people are talking about, well, um, his dark side. His dark side. His game went to shit progressively. Like, um, he started losing, he fucking got injured, and all kinds of shit went wrong in his life after that. 
So mm-hmm. when you when you do mention that you, when you let the outside world come in, I think yeah. it does take a lot away from the task at hand. So you are that that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't uh I don't like the crowd. I don't like I don't like to think of anyone outside the cage. You know, people try to get your attention sometimes, screaming your name and stuff. Just want to tell them just shut up. Shut up and let me do my job. Um <laughs> has your wife ever come and well. seen any of your any of your fights? I'm sorry? Has your wife ever come to see any of your fights? Yeah, yeah, she was uh at the uh second SFL fight. I'm sure that really adds a shitload of pressure, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. And uh it, it, it was stressed out. She saw one and never came to another one. Did you do better or worse that fight? Uh that was the worst one I've ever done. That was. <laughs> no, fair enough. I mean, it is a factor, dude. You got to pay attention to that. No, shit. no, I like... to I barred Prachi from ever seeing any of my matches. Like I was like, nah, can't have this. Like you there. No, thank you. You know, you stay really? here. Yeah, it's just no, like, I don't, I don't think to that. think about. Like, why do you want to think about that on that day of all days? You know. Yeah. 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 Um, so in the one second, one second, sorry, sorry, I got a follow-up question on the same topic. True, true, true. So, um, were you fighting before you got married, or did the fighting career come in after? Uh, much after. And uh, wife's thoughts. on being a fighter because we all know it's not a glamorous life we all know it's it's a severely tough life to be a man yeah. who fucking spends his day in and day out getting yeah. his ass either beating somebody up or getting beaten up regardless yeah. you're injured you're tired you're sore um you're cranky um your hormonal levels are yeah. always imbalanced yeah absolutely so i can't imagine that it's fun being a fighter's wife right <laughs> i don't think it is <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it is. But, but uh is she but like she's, uh, she's supportive. I'm sorry? I'm sure she she's supportive to some extent, right? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But it is it has a lot of uh challenges, especially like closer to the fight when you're banged up and yeah, and like you said when you're booty and snappy. It actually really influences your your home life a lot. Yeah, um, I can't I can't imagine that uh cutting weight and being at home is a very fun thing. Yeah. I've never done that. I've always cut weight at the hotels. That's true. You know what you should do your wife should be your manager and you should get her to like speak with uh Alan and negotiate with these guys. And all the money, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. percent Unless they pull the gender pay gap, they're like, "Ah, oh, it's a woman. <laughs> pay him only seventy percent of what we owe." That's how it works. No, uh, <laughs> I have briefly met that wife, and uh, I don't think she's going to take any shit from no. anyone. <laughs> That's good. That's good, Seth. No, no she's not um, at all. So, changing topics, uh, but staying within the realm of you and fighting. Um, there's a couple of like really well-known karate stylists. in mma like michael van ampage there, there are three i think michael van ampage wonder boy machida and gsp machida shows and his brother yeah so you know um right. is there anything like 
about your style or their style that you incorporate to yours or like how do you incorporate this uh all this karate so from our point of view it's and we've only like um uh, been told that the footwork helps otherwise we think it's very um it's fucking shit um but has it actually have you seen a transference over i'm i'm sorry i'm not clear on the question transference kar- karate has it ever has it actually like uh affected your mixed martial arts game have you managed to incorporate it in the cage ever and do you incorporate anything from the any of these like high level karate guys into your game uh that's actually a good question aha thanks um when i was doing the sports karate competition i didn't do it long enough for it to really like get deep into me and to become mm-hmm. a habit and uh when i when i started mixing the my karate with like kickboxing and full contact fighting and stuff it kind of meshed together so i don't have that you know how people jump i don't have that jumpy jump i don't have the uh quick coming in bits mm-hmm. i'm kind of a basic i don't know i think i've become kind of basic in that way um because i didn't spend so much time in the competition there, there is one fight where i think you coming forward that way against yeah the, uh, yeah the, i did like another there's team. another um um white guy who did fight was yeah player? yeah it, till kene was his name yes 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 where you did get cut that way right who did coming for you would you did did you get cut or he got cut coming forward no, i forget it connected on him but it was there was not much on the punch um i think but to be honest i i think with even karate like all these striking things karate muay thai even full contact style of karate at the end of the day a punch is going to be a punch and a kick is going to be a kick Mm-hmm. and uh there are some cool techniques from karate like that switch kick that uh i got manoj with or spinning stuff or that you know, wasn't really a switch kick you were throwing you so like i messaged you the other day um the rose namunus she did what she did she threw the low kick i think two or three times and then her body made the exact same movement she went high that's the exact thing we did to manoj if you remember we you i was saying go high whenever you're ready and you went high and it on the button and he dropped mm-hmm. yeah um those are kind of like to be honest that's kind of a karate technique because you okay. need those yeah. the legs to be tricky and it's uh, from the knee extending like where you're getting that snap I mean, in the kick right yeah yeah that's right and they make you do a lot of exercises where you stand on one leg and you just do like 50 kicks in the air okay, without okay. Uh, putting your knee down there's a lot of advantages to that there's a lot of advantages to um kind of that that traditional way it's not really muay thai it's more like taekwondo karate style where they teach you like flexibility with your legs right but uh okay. i don't know if that answers the question but no is that so my, okay so my question specifically was is there any technique or any techniques that you do pick from these guys that you think like okay i can like uh an a great example is that sort of front deep crane kick to yeah, the that's a good one that's a good one i've tried that a few times on tapa but it's just missed <laughs> <laughs> so how, you can't kick a cyborg bro yeah yeah good point uh, there's a fucking cyborg you know some of the sweeps some of the karate sweeps i've been trying to do in um sparring just taking out the front leg you know sweep the front leg 
Well, he that. does that. He tried that shit with me once also, but I, I made sure he knew. So you have to let me know in that moment if he does shit like that. Because he is 17, hmm. and I do need to let him know these things, like, as soon as they happen. Because he also, like, is... He's a wild kid, man. And... Um, <laughs> you got to give it back to him. Like, you can't fucking... Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Back you with have Rana, to like let him know. Yeah. yeah. Next time, just, just grab him and, like, let him know. But he he's a fucking emotional kid, like in some respects, but very sensible in others. So I, I mean, love him. I love him. Yeah, I remember that one time that he took my ankle across his body. No, but I've had similar complaints to that. Um, and um, no, with him and with um, no, actually just him. Yeah. There's another kid, uh, but let's not talk about the other kid. Uh, 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 I think uh, yeah, you kind of know him, Seth, your friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your homie, your dog, your boy, your bro. Oh, my friend Arnav. <laughs> <laughs> you got some similar Arnav. complaints about your homie uh, a while back. My friend Arnav is awesome. Mm. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, and I don't think we have either. Um, I hope he's... For, for, for someone who's right. as talented as he is, I really hope he gets back. To so, the amount of, it's like the amount of talent he has is directly proportional to the amount of lazy he is. Dude, Seth used to train at CrossGen also for a bit. You know that, right, Moth? I, I didn't know, know that. Yeah. That's you- good. Like even I did. Like I actually started training at cross train. So yeah, that's what you guys have in common. Boom. <laughs> explained so much. Ex cross train guys, <laughs> we've become now suddenly <laughs> like in the span of two minutes. But no, I trained there for about two months, and I only trained there. Um, Jangir was there. Delhi. Yeah, Jangir and you were taking classes at the time, um, and then when that sort of thing broke off or like whatever you guys stopped doing teaching there um, and they uh, so then even I switched my jobs I specifically in fact switched my job so that like my new job would I early used to work in Noida and then my new job would was going to start in Gurgaon and I chose it so that I could train at Warriors Cove and this was at the old gym that's so sad I mean bro like I fucking want to train bro I mean, Mohit got a, a warrior score of that one is back. That's how sad, That's what That's how sad my life is. <laughs> I basically like fucking weaseled my way into like this coach position somehow. I was like, hey, who are you going to give it to? The guy without the tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Seth's, Seth's got to go. Yeah. Um, cool. Seth, um, Sorry about this. no, 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 no worries, man. man. We've no done an hour. When do you see us coming back to uh, not normal, but when do you see? Um, so I'm negative. Um, Sean and Mel are negative, and so if you test negative and you self isolate, you can come train with us. Awesome! In the gym or somewhere? At the gym. At the gym. Okay, so my my results should come tomorrow uh, morning yeah. or evening. I'll see you Monday, Tuesday then. Awesome! Oh, thank God. Cool. And uh, our friends at the Fighter House? Uh, no, man, not yeah, for a week at least because uh, Piyush is positive, yeah. Um, after a week, then they'll have to t- test again. and. Yeah, once they all test negative, they're good to go. Yeah. All right. 
Well, nice to see you guys. It's been a while. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you next week sometime. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And uh, anything right. else you require from me? That's it, sir. Uh, Mohit might require some pictures. Mohit, you can ask him, whatever. Okay. Shall I WhatsApp them over? Yeah, whatever you want. What photo? Yes, bro. I'll let you know. We'll take okay. this offline. Cheers. <laughs> oh, also, All right. Just, uh, Remembered, uh, I have to tell you something, uh, Ashwin. I'll tell you ne- uh, when I see you next week. Man, you can't leave me in fucking... You leave me hanging up. <laughs> I could have waited till yeah. we said goodbye. <laughs> what? Uh, it uh, has to do with money. I'll oh, speak to you. I'll you owe me five bucks. That's about it. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. See you. Bye. All right. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Take care. <laughs>